Welcome to Talking with Fred. This is Tony. And I'm Joel. And we are continuing the counting, the Omer. And we are now on the week of Yesed. Mm-hmm. Joe, would you mind explaining a little bit? Yeah, Yesed is is the the binding together, the foundations, the fellowships in life. Mm-hmm. Um, last week we had uh, humility that came out of victory. And we learned that you're a humble man. And right. Victory is the endurance. It's mm-hmm. not winning or losing, but it's persevering. Right. It's, it's continuing. That's our, that's the victory we have yeah. um, in Christ. And that victory then makes us very humble because we realize that we can't do it alone. No. Um, we need him. We need yeah. a power that is greater than ourselves. So the whole thought, process of I need to release what is in me is from our point of view never enough because it's greater than we are right mm-hmm. um, if we all you know if we just had it all in ourselves then there would be no problems in life yeah and all so, the answers I love that when people say well you know what you got to do is <laughs> right. chew sugarless gum if you want to lose weight <laughs> and so the, the point about it is you know we believe that that we need something greater than ourselves. Yeah. And so we open ourselves up for the creative power that created the universe. What I like is that word is created. Mm. Because, I mean, naturally, the Bible says that we are created in his image. Right. And the cool thing is that we're created differently. Yeah. And so the yeah. attribute that we're talking about here is when we realize that we need something greater than ourselves, that we can't do it ourselves, that's not only a spiritual or an intellectual exercise, then we come into the next week, mm-hmm. the week of foundations, the week of fellowship, because we need each other. Yes. Right? So so you have this continual building up to coming to uh, Shavuot, the, 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 the celebration of giving the law, mm-hmm. of which we as Christians celebrate, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, because Jeremiah said God will come at some point and He yeah. will write His law on our hearts. Yeah. And so that's what we, how we see it and how we describe it, right? So we're on our way to that point. But in order to, in order to be able to receive the glory of God, His law that is come, comes into our heart that, 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 that changes us, we have to be, we have to be prepared to bear Mm-hmm. The glory of God, right? And that's what the whole Omar, the whole Omar is about. It's about preparation. It's about mm-hmm. expectation, right? And so now, okay, I understand that there, that I need something greater than myself. That humbles me, right? So the yeah. only thing I can do is bow myself and and thank God because it's connected to prayer and it's connect, it's connected to thankfulness, right? And so Paul says, bring everything with a thanksgiving heart, right? Well, he's not just talking about just be positive. He's not talking about positive things. No, because that means there's negative things in your life right. that's happening. So bring He's talking about realizing, hey, I can't, in myself, I'll never be enough. I need something greater than myself. That which is greater than me is Jesus Christ that, mm-hmm. that conquered death, hell, and the grave. And so my approach to him is gratitude. Mm. My approach to him is thankfulness, yeah. right? Because I know he has what would you say to people that want to come and say that in order to get to heaven, I have to do 
this, 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 this and that. No, you can't because you, you, you can never do it yourself. Then you're back to the thought of I need to find myself inside myself and I need to re- realize who I am and let that out of myself. And I need to just become more of who I am. But that's not enough. Would that be under like a prideful attitude yeah, or? Right. Yeah, many, many things, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and so the point about all of this is we get to the point where we realize, okay, I need something greater myself. I'm thankful that God is there. Mm-hmm. He loved me so much. He sent Christ as my savior, but it doesn't stop there because that's all well and good, but none of us live under a tree, <laughs> yeah. right? We have to have connections. Yeah. We have to have each other, right? Without <laughs> each other, we die. Yeah. Right? Well, we can learn that from, uh, what was it, Elijah. Right. <laughs> Sitting right. under the tree, woe is me. Well, that's what happens to you. You, you end up under the tree talking about, just kill me. Right? Yeah. And, and so we have to have each other. But the most difficult part of life today is connections. Oh, yeah. Is, you know, marriages don't work. Families don't work. Work doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And the funny thing is, too, is that you'll find... Online and I, excuse me for laughing, but it does make me chuckle because you have these people that come online and they'll say, "Well, my husband just didn't want to listen to anything I had to say," and the husband will look. And I'm just saying this as an example. It could go both ways, and the other one is kind of looking dumbfounded, like, mm-hmm. "What just happened in my marriage that I've just been left brokenhearted, this and that?" Right. And why is fellowship so difficult? You don't agree with me, so I don't want to hear what you have to say. Okay. That's one aspect, at least one aspect right? of it yeah, that absolutely. I can say. Absolutely. Because, and, I mean, agreeing is accepting. Yeah. Accepting is is a part of humbleness. Humbleness is accepting that we're not enough. Yeah. Humbleness is accepting. Or that you don't like what I like, so why Yeah, but it's a, yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's giving that other person the room to be right. who they are. Right. right. And so we have difficulty doing that, right? Because, I mean, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, there's nothing about two people coming together that's different than any other two people that are coming together. Right? right? Um, physically, mentally, emotionally, we all have the same start point. Yeah. And so we all have different experiences. Mm-hmm. We all have different things we've been through in life. Yeah. We all have different families. But all of those are effects that affect who we are, but we're all created and have the same start point. Well, we can use this as an example. You and I, we have known each other nearly 20 years, mm-hmm. give or take, and I'm an avid wrestling fan. Right. You're not really that much of a wrestling fan. You know the old stuff, but you don't really care that right. much for it. You like other sports. Right. But our relationship is great. Right. We have a fun time because you, I accept and what so, you like, you accept what I like. Okay, yeah, exactly. And so what What would you say uh, fellowship is? Just a group of people coming together or two coming together, just hanging out and having a good time. Okay, and how do you do that? Opening your mouth, approaching uh-huh. somebody. Okay, exactly. Physically doing something. Right, and what are you doing when you're doing that? Creating a relationship. Yeah, Exactly. You're creating a, a relationship. Well, it goes back to it's what a connection, you said. Yeah. Right? To have a fellowship, yeah. you have to connect. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, partly, too, is what you said before in, uh, in Victory, getting up on your two feet and yeah. moving. But re- yeah, but remember, we're talking about Yesif. Yesif is binding. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. What's a connection? 
binding, binding together, it, yeah. right? So the fel- this idea of fellowship, it comes from this idea that we're binding ourselves to each other, mm-hmm. right? We're creating something. The word connection is an interesting mm-hmm. word from the historical perspective, right? Con means with. I mean, that that's, you know, in Spanish, cafe con leche. Yeah, right? con, yeah. Right? Yeah. Coffee with milk, together yeah. with milk. It means with, yeah. right? Shun is action. So we're doing something, right? Um, but then you get that middle part. It comes from the Latin. Nick. Yeah, nectar. And it, it means tying together, okay? Mm-hmm. So in other words, tying together takes something that we're doing with somebody else, and it's an action, and we're tying together, right? Yeah, creating can, something can new. You, can you think of another instance where we use a word that's in relation to that a little bit? Your neck. Yeah. What does your neck do? It moves. It lets, It connects your head to your body. Yes. It yeah. connects your head to your body, mm-hmm. right? So it ties your body and your head together. One of the one of the ways we punished people hanging by the was neck. hanging them by the neck or the guillotine, right? cutting the head off. And so, what we're talking about here is fellowship. Basically, is saying, without this, mm-hmm. I'll die. Right, right. It's the connection that says, if my body, if my body is not connected to my head. Right? Yeah. Then I die. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You do something to the neck. Yeah. Right? You do something to the connection. Yeah. Right? Cut the supply off. And so yeah. and so what we're saying with with fellowship is we need to have the attitude that when I'm connecting with someone, I'm connecting with someone and I am declaring to them that I want to be in fellowship with them and what I'm saying is without this I'll die. Well, Unfortunately, we, people don't have that point of view. Unfortunately, that is not what is what governs marriage, for mm-hmm. example, right? Even though that's the consequences, right? That's the consequences. Just go on YouTube or Instagram <laughs> yeah. or TikTok social media and you will you see tons of people crying into their beer about <laughs> they left me and now I'm alone, yeah. right? I heard one. Very famous uh, preacher one time give a lecture. And it was an interesting lecture because he was lecturing at a leadership forum. It wasn't about theology. It was it was a business school. It was a business mm-hmm. context. And he just made the, the, the statement, you know, it, it's kind of funny that divorce court is such a sad place because it should be the happiest place on earth. True. It's where everybody gets what they want. <laughs> yeah, that's right? true. Yeah, that's true. We we I don't want you anymore. I want a divorce. I want out of here. Right. Yeah. But just show up at divorce court sometime. You'll <laughs> never see so many tears in all your life. Right. That's true. Even the ones that win are sad. Right. <laughs> I mean, nobody's happy. There's no winner in this. Right. Yeah. It's it's a consequence. Right. Yeah. And so we're back to this idea that yeah, I mean, okay, I get what I want, but am I willing to yeah live with the consequences? Yeah. We're not to live with the consequences. Well, nobody wants that. Everyone wants the consequence-free life. Exactly. But it's not there. And the reason it's not there is because we don't have this idea that I'm connecting myself with you. And without you, I'm going to die. That turns the whole perspective around. That's very intriguing. 
because then it's not up to you to please me, but it's up to me to build something together with you. Yeah, foundation is yeah. is very important. To right, have. and that's what you're talking about. Yeah. You're talking about a foundation, mm-hmm. right? So you build a foundation with someone, right? A foundation doesn't build itself. You can't go no. out to a piece of, of. Well, it's like it's like the old term with marriage. Marriage is work, but the relationship is work. Well, you can't go out to a piece of land, right, yeah. and say, "Build a house, please." Build foundation. <laughs> Be a foundation for me. Yeah. No, you have to. You have to dig, and digging is hard work. It takes right? time. Yeah. It's sweat. It's. Pain Some of those videos on TikTok right. I've seen where these guys make these little cabins <laughs> yeah, in the right. woods. And I mean, they're amazing to look what at. What they can do is amazing. Right? Yeah, but it's it's a lot of work to think back. It's a lot of work. And, and you have to know what you're doing. And the interesting thing about that, that's a really good analogy, because the interesting thing about that, the ones that can do the amazing things, right, mm-hmm. are the ones that have worked the hardest to do it. Yeah. Right? The guy that does it on the weekends, right, then his little cabin in the woods looks like he only does it on the weekends, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> That's true. You know, yeah. It's just a bunch of logs <laughs> laying up against each other. I'll get to it right? tomorrow. And so what happens, you know, it's it, it, it's the it's the old yeah. story of, you know, the, the piglets and the, the... Yeah, the three little pigs, pigs and the that, wolf, yeah. Right, the wolf comes and, you know, the one that just does it on the weekend, he blows <laughs> his house down. And that's what happens, right? Yeah. And so those that build grandiose, solid cabins, houses, foundations, yeah. are the ones that work at it, yeah. right? They improve their skills, right? Yeah. So it's just It's not, a never-ending job. It's not just, right, it's not just going out into the wilderness and, and cutting down a tree, Right? We all can do that. (laughs) Oh, but we all can have relationships, right? All we have to do is live together, sleep together, eat together. We're going to be happy. Not really. No, you got to (laughs) talk. Not really. So (laughs) that was on this show I saw where the husband looked over and he said, you know, what makes my wife and I happy? We don't talk about anything. Yeah, right. Not. I mean, I laughed because I thought it was a funny little joke. But in reality, it is not healthy for anybody to sit in silence. My dad, my nothing. dad had a cousin. They they grew up very close in my father's generation. Mm-hmm. There was a group of cousins that were all the same age, and they had a wonderful time together. They all grew up in the same area, and yeah. they were all best friends, and they just had a lot of fun together. My my father, he uh, he was a minister, and he traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. And so he came, at some point in time he came back and was pastor at the at the church that they all grew up in, but yet he still traveled. He loved to do missions work, and he so he traveled a lot. And, and one of his cousins one Sunday night was standing around talking, and I was just a teenager at the time. And the the subject come up about how happy my mom and dad were together, right? And his cousin laughed and said, "Yeah, I'd be happy too if I traveled all the time." <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that's unfortunately becomes a lot of people's yeah. position in life, right? Because you haven't worked at what would make it good. Yeah. And well, silence. You being miserable in the. Well, yeah. yeah. And silence is the result of, of connections that have, have been broken. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, that's where a lot of people end up. Yeah. And that's sad. Well, I mean, I don't have always those experiences with people, but like I've seen it in that movie Couples Retreat where the couple that 
married from uh, high school. Yeah. And the counselor, they, they were cheating on each other like no tomorrow, but the counselor just said sometimes the hardest step is the first step by saying hello to each other. Exactly. And as soon as they said hello, suddenly they come back to them and they were arguing like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> but I mean, you, you can't have this idea. That, but letting all that out that right. they have left inside right. without communicating all right. those years. And, and I mean, you can't, you can't have the attitude that without you, I'm going to die. And then, you know, cut the branch off that you're sitting on. Yeah. I mean, it, it, things hang together. The, life is not a mystery. Mm. Right. So if you're the, doesn't have to be. If you're the person that's unfaithful, if you're the person that is having a struggle with something, that didn't just fall out of the sky. There's a reason for that. Yeah. And 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 what Jesus wants us to do is to stop and ask ourselves, why? Why? Yeah. Why am I doing this? Right. And so why can't I make these connections? Because these connections are being broken and I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, why not ask yourself how to make I, how do I make a connection? That's a very right? good question, yeah. How do I do that? And, and and what can I do to start learning how to make a connection? Yeah. You remember remember what Jesus taught us in Matthew 16? It's the passage, and, and we're not going to get too deep in these waters, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't we don't want to insult any of our <laughs> fellow Christians in Christ. But it's the passage in Matthew 7, Matthew 16, where where Jesus asks. His disciples, who do you think I am? Yeah. And uh, oh. <laughs> the, the interesting thing <laughs> is that Matthew starts that by saying they were at a particular place, Caesarea. That's true. Philippi. Yeah. Why does he do that? It has absolutely no bearing on the question. Why does he do that? Well, certain things tend to be uh, relatable to the situation without realizing it. Well, yes, absolutely. And there's one thing I want everyone that listens to us to begin Mm -hmm. to realize, that everything is important Mm -hmm. in the Word of God. Nothing is happenstance. Yeah. Right? Well, every place that he chose was always particularly... Well, uh, yeah, but but, but it's it's more than that, Tony. It's, 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 It's what's going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's the cinematography in a film. You love Batman, right? Yes. Okay. What do you think about when you think of Gotham City? Oh, it's always dark. There's crime ridden. The buildings are high. The uh, the villains are always out. So, would you say Batman's on would, the roof? <laughs> would you say that it would be impossible to make a Batman movie in Disneyland? Very much so. Okay. It makes no sense. Why? Because the background would be wrong. Yeah. Right? He's considered the Dark Knight well, for a How reason. would you react if you got in? We all hate music. Superman right? would fit. <laughs> it, we all hate music, right? But how would you feel if you got on an, uh, on an elevator and they started, the background music was Jaws? <laughs> dun, 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 yeah, dun. yeah. Right? Yep. That would make us very uncomfortable. That makes someone very uncomfortable. So- <laughs> when something like that is named in the Bible, whether it's someone's name or a place yeah. or a number or any of these things, executed the for authors a reason. are using it to convey a message to us, right? Mm-hmm. Caesarea Philippe. Caesarea comes from the word Caesar, which means to be separated, to be cut away from, right? What's a Caesarean section? You cut the baby out. Right. 
Yeah. Right? You separate the baby from the mother by cutting it away. Right? Yeah. Philippi, where does that come from? It comes from the word um, for horse. Comes from what? Horse. Horse. Right? Okay. Um, you have a horse that is bringing separation. In, in biblical terms, horses are always war. That's right. Kings, the when kings, they go to they, war, they come on the horse. They yeah, always rode right. on horses. In Revelations, right? He comes when the down. wrath of God is poured out, what are the angels riding? Horses. horses. Red and white. If you and come black in peace, and, they come on a donkey. Right. And exactly. Yeah. Right. So if you come riding in peace, you come riding on a donkey. Right. Yeah. So so Matthew frames this, the cinematography. The background music mm-hmm. for what Matthew is going to say is, hey, we're in the middle of a war that's separating us. Fascinating. Right? In that context, Jesus says, who do you say I am? Some of them say Elijah, right? Mm-hmm. You're the guy that's just out there. You're going to f- call fire down from heaven. <laughs> you're, you're just going to, you're the yeah. guy. Yeah. Right? You're that prophet we're waiting on. The other one's named is Jeremiah. Which I think is fascinating because <laughs> Jeremiah, in even to this day, right, among among Jews and among theologians, um, Jewish theologians, you either love or hate him. Mm-hmm. Either he was deeply profound or he was a crybaby, right? And there's two very different, opposing, separating controversial opinions of Jeremiah, mm-hmm. right? And so some of them say, yeah, that's who you are, Jesus. <laughs> you know, you, you're just really <laughs> you're ticking everybody else, yeah. all, right? And it's in that context that Peter says, you're the anointed one. You're the one that we've been you're, waiting on. Yeah, you're the one that was sent from God. You're the one that 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 is going to unite us. And then what does Jesus say? This this came by the Holy Spirit. Right. It, he says, I'm going to build on this, right? And then he says, getting back to our original point, Peter, you didn't figure this out in your own head. No. Right? Not at all. You've realized you need something bigger than yourself. Yeah. Right? And this was not revealed to you by opening up who you are and finding out what you're feeling. You This was revealed to you by heaven. And then he says, I'm going to give you the kingdom the keys to the kingdom of heaven. I'm going to give you the keys, keys to the kingdom of heaven. What you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And vice versa. Wonderful connection. Okay. The interesting thing is that keys to the kingdom of heaven is uh-huh. related back to Isaiah 22. And Isaiah 22 is a vision um or it's a prophecy about the vision, the valley of vision. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about God's renewal, right? Yeah, the dry bones, right? So when you come down to around, no, that's easy. When you come right, down right, to right. Isaiah, around 20, Sorry, 22, yeah. he starts talking about a person, right? Mm-hmm. And he names this person, right? Again, background music, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't matter. It, what matters is what does the name mean, right? And the name means that Jehovah God will raise someone up, right? So we're in this whole idea of resurrection. Mm-hmm. We're in this whole idea of being raised up, right? Mm-hmm. Christ Jesus is the one that raises up, and he will bind together, right? That's what this is. 
And so what well, Jesus says, good reading it. Je- Jesus, Jesus says, okay, what's going to happen, right, when you realize this, is that you're going to be able to start making connections. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why he calls it a body. Right. And unfortunately, it, for, if you want to be critical of some of, a, of our teaching, right, the, 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 the name it and claim it crowd, they want to bind everything, right? Yeah. He's talking about making connections. If you make a connection on earth, you're making connections connection in heaven, heaven, right? Love God, love your neighbor. There's you see that relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Everything Jesus says is in this, right? Well, he also says in order to come to the Father, you have to come through him. So, so there's that connection there. So yeah. you're making connections. Yeah. What do you think loose means? You're going to release. Uh, Releasing, being free. Free and of things And what do you that... think the illustration could be? But it goes back to an image of a bow and arrow, which was the most effective weapon that they had at the time, right? We still talk about it in modern terms, but let's just keep it in the old terms. Mm -hmm. What do you do when you shoot a bow and arrow? You draw the arrow back and you... You release it. You release it. Yeah. You loose it, Mm -hmm. right? And why is that important? Because you can kill your enemy at a long distance. Yeah. The closer your enemy is to you... Not going to be as effective. <laughs> right. Well, the closer your enemy is to you, the, the higher the chances are that he can kill you. Yeah. So if you can kill him at a great distance, that's mm-hmm. why all of our military spending in all the countries of the world yeah. has got to do with how can we kill people f- at the longest distance. Yeah. Right? Makes more sense. Yeah, it's logical. Because if you can keep your enemy... <laughs> the distance. If you can kill your enemy a long way away... <laughs> Your chances of survival goes way up, yep. right? Sniper guns. So what does David connect bows and arrows to? He connects it to praise and worship. Mm-hmm. That The praise and worship, the lifting up of God in our praise and in our worship yeah, releases. is like arrows that are shot yeah. and kills our well, what we're facing at yeah. a long distance, yeah. right? Whatever we're facing, yeah. And so, what is it so difficult to get people to do? Pray Praise and worship. and worship, yeah. So you get back to some fundamental things, idea, right? You said in the beginning that making connections and fellowship has to do with speaking, right? Yeah. Well, you confess things out, putting it into words. Yeah. And and that's what praise and worship is all about, because that's what will kill. The enemies that will destroy you. Oh, it's what that destroys marriages. It's what destroys jobs. It's what destroys. He can keep you silent. Families, yeah. right? It's it's. If he can keep you silent, then what? What can you proclaim right. in your life? The other way to look at that is to realize that an arrow shot will kill. Mm-hmm. Right. So it makes a big difference as to which arrows you're shooting. Yeah. Right. I'm a big firm believer about be careful what you're saying exactly. with your mouth. Because, I, I mean, I believe you do speak things into existence. Because if you speak negativity, yeah. that's why the fundamental rule in marriage is never talk about leaving, never talk about divorce. So one of the rules we have in our marriage is divorce Don't is not say on the that. table. Yeah, it's not on the table. And the reason is that because we can work through you, whatever the situation when you is. you shoot arrows, when you release arrows, when you loose arrows, mm-hmm. they're going to kill something. The question is, what are they going to kill? Yeah. Are, the, are they going to kill the messenger of life? 
mm-hmm. or are they going to kill the messenger of death? Well, I mean, it's why it's Jesus, all up to you. Yeah, it's why Jesus says the tongue has the power to right. kill. It's, it's all up to you. A, yeah. You can kill the messenger of life, or you can kill the messenger of death. Yeah. It's all up to you. It's important. And to so, know that. what we're talking about this week is we're talking about the foundations of life, what binds us together, and the fellowship that we need, and how important that is. Because next we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about the kingdom. And the kingdom is being able to stand on your own two feet. Mm-hmm. So you can't stand on your own two feet yeah. if you don't, don't have, have fellowship, fellowship with other people. And you can never have fellowship with other people until mm-hmm. you realize the humility that you're not enough in yourself. Right. That's the way the kingdom of God hangs together. One of the things I love about um, social media sometimes, I mean, it can be negative, it can be positive. Right. And... The cool thing is that it has been a good positive experience for me. I've met some of my closest friends right now in the world through that. And I got my Christmas group, great bunch of people, lovely ladies. They just, we talk about whatever in life. They're quick to come on and share their life experience, what's happening, how happy they are, uh, what God is doing in their lives. Um, Through, what was that, Um, Star Trek, when I started watching that. I met a great friend in Turkey, and though we 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 have a difference of beliefs, right? We have a great time talking with each other. Right. We have a great connection. I don't know if I'll ever see these people in my life physically, but they're wonderful to have a conversation with. They're wonderful at the fact that I've been able to connect with these uh, with these people and share common interests and and know the differences yeah, exactly. in their lives. And and, and you know concentrating on the the importance of life, the foundations of life, the connecting with people in life. Yeah. It's so enormously important, right? Because like we have a lot of refugees from Ukraine, mm-hmm. from Ukraine right now, right? And we all know the situation in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a group of Ukrainians that have a church in our church. Um, and yesterday I was speaking to them. Mm-hmm. And I was, because we're in the week of, of going into the week of fellowship, I was talking about fellowship. And, you know, it's difficult to, to understand sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Because I would have preferred to have never in my life ever met any of them. The only reason I have met them is because of war, death, destruction. They had to flee for their lives. Yeah, That's the only reason I've met any of them. And that's not a circumstance you been, want to meet them in. Exactly. If there had been peace and prosperity... In Ukraine, wouldn't have to. I would probably have never met any of yeah, them. It's interesting. They didn't. They didn't want to meet me. Mm-hmm. They weren't sitting in the Ukraine thinking, "Oh, there's a I guy." Would love to read. <laughs> let's go to Copenhagen. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not why they're here. Yeah, they're here because of those negative circumstances. Yeah. So we're back to what Jesus says: in the middle of the war that separates us, yeah. we can make connections. Yeah. We can do something that's greater than ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so what is meant for our destruction, what is meant for our death, we can turn it around and say, hey, God's given us the opportunity yeah. to make a connection. It's the old saying that God will turn the negative right? into and a blessing. And without that connection, I would die. Yeah. And so we began to talk about how wonderful it is that we had the opportunity to get to know each other, to exchange yeah. ideas, to exchange experiences to be with some to be together to worship i mean they worship in a totally different way than we do yeah. right so i've learned a lot from
from them. And I say this always when people that I counsel, people always come to me because I'm a pastor and when I, and when they want me to counsel them, usually things are not going well. Yeah. I don't get a lot of a real positive. I just want to counsel because I want to hear what's going on. Nobody comes by and just says, you know what? I just want to come by and say, you're a wonderful pastor. (laughs) No, people come when they're hurting and when things are in in difficult times. But I always start by saying, I'm glad that you came because this will give me an opportunity to learn more about God. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, just by taking that approach, it forces them to, to realize in the middle of the war that's separating me from the life, that's stra- strangling me, mm-hmm. maybe God can do something. Oh, and that's like right? one of the greatest moments. So if my pastor is sitting there telling me that in the middle of my pain, he's going to learn more about God, then God mm-hmm. must be doing something. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole mindset that you take a hold of and you begin to talk about, yeah, it stinks. It hurts. You're dying. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But now let's find out why. And let's find out what God can do. And let's build that up. And let's change out the arrows to be arrows that'll kill the things that'll destroy us and stop killing the things that will bring us life. Right? Yeah. Well, that's part of that Christmas group. We, um, I suddenly found myself in a group messaging. Right. No idea why. Right. And well, Christmas anyways, but I formed a connection with one or two of them and suddenly things started getting very toxic in that group. And one of them wrote me and said, I I, I can't deal with this. Mm. And I said, well, let's give it one more go. If this situation does not improve, we're going to cut this off. We'll go start our own little group. Right. And enjoy life. And we Mm -hmm. talk about Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> whatever we want, you know, and it'll be drama free. Right. And she's like, perfect. So then suddenly she's like, well, can this person join? I don't care. The more the merrier. Right. We just established the ground that this is drama free. We're not going to have attitudes towards each other. Right. We're going to fellowship. And we've got like five, we're all together, like five or six, something like that. Mm-hmm. United States, right. England, Norway, other places. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. But the interesting thing is that anonymity, when you're anonymous, mm-hmm. the human default is drama, wickedness, yeah, evil, complaining. I mean, it's amazing. Everybody yeah. talks about it, but the harshness that can be said yeah. on you know, the trolls on social media. Right? right. And nobody will come out and say, hey, I'm Bob. And ba-da-da. no, no, no. It's always, you know. This one's a dodo. <laughs> yeah, right. Some some asinine name that nobody can ever trace back to, right? Right. Um, and and it's it's the whole idea of wanting wanting to be in darkness. The human experience because of sin wants to be in darkness. Yeah. It, the light it, exposes you for exactly. who you are. Yeah. And so the 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 truth of life and the secret to life, the keys to the kingdom of heaven, as we were talking about is the freedom and the strength that lies in being transparent and being in the light. That actually happened to me one day. I, it was uh, some scammer and caught me off guard and totally took some woman's profile and pretended to be this woman. Yep. And the scammer, you know, wanting to be friends with people and this and that. And I came, I, I started getting red flags about people like, right. okay, what's going on with this that, you know, something that's just not adding up right. 
you know. And so I made a search, and I came across this uh, this posting mm. talking about a scammer. Watch out! Right. So I contacted the man who made the post. Right. I said, "Well, how did you find my information?" I said, "I just typed your name in. I found your post and this and that." I said, "Listen, I'm not a scammer." You can call me if you want. And sure enough, he rang my phone and through Instagram, and we made a connection. Mm. I told you I'm not a scammer. Right. And he's like, you're right. And we started talking and made a connection. Yeah. And it's just amazing the things that people will go through to falsify connections when yeah. all you have to be is just sincere. But it's the foundation of life. Yeah. That's the point about all of this that we're talking about. It's not... It's not what is the dream. It's not what we would want. It's realizing that foundation in life is mm-hmm. the connections we make. Yeah. Then the question becomes, what connections are you making? Yeah. What are the things in your life that you do that without them you will die? Yeah. Right? And are those connections leading you to death or are they leading you to life? It's as easy as that. And it's as difficult as that. And that's why. And you have to be honest with yourself. Well, yeah. Be truly honest with yourself. You know, that's not easy. Because the fact of the matter is you're doing something because there's something driving you to do it because you want to do it. Yeah. You're making connections with people. You're making connections with things. You're making connections with all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Both and physical to, and spiritual. Where is this, where is this leading me, yeah. right? Because an, another analogy of all of this is, you know, we put ropes around the necks of animals to lead them somewhere, right? And mm-hmm. so where is this leading me? Yeah. The connections in my life are leading me somewhere. And these are the things you have to stop up and ask. And that's why in Counting the Omar, this week is so important. Because mm-hmm. this week invites you to ask yourself, what are my connections and where are they leading me? Yeah. And are they leading me to a place that I will be independent, strong enough to be able to bear the glory of God? Mm-hmm. What I'm really dreaming about, what really will make me happy, what really will satisfy me, yeah. it, what really will sustain me. You got to be strong enough to do that. I always like to use Proverbs 5 as a point of reference Mm -hmm. because it really is a good point, even though he talks about adulterous woman. Right. For me, it really jumps down to relationships. Right. Is this person, man or woman, that I'm going to make a friend with, are they going to lead me to death or are they going to lead me to life? Right. And it's important to ask. So we do set these questions before you on the table. And we would like to hear what you have to say. Be totally honest with yourself and make the connections in your life. If they're bad connections, cut them off. And if they're good, keep them going. Keep connecting with it. And the greatest connection you can always make is first through God. Love God and then love your neighbor. So with that, continue with us as we count the Omer and we get closer to Pentecost. Find us on Facebook at Talking with Fred. TikTok, Talking with Fred, Instagram, Talking with Fred 777, and YouTube. We'd like to hear from you always. God bless.